So thank you everybody for tuning in today's episode. Like every day we have a podcast. I have a podcast called Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation. And what we usually talk about is mental health, mental wellness. We'll also talk about holistic life, like living in a living a holistic lifestyle. So what does that mean? Does it just mean doing one thing or does it mean putting everything together? My question for you is, are we individual? Is our body consist of individual individual parts that have nothing to do with each other, but do their job? We always think about like, okay, this is what one part of our body does. This is its purpose. We don't think of how it's in relation to everything else in the body. So we like to dissect things and break them apart and say, this is the function of that. This is the function of that. This is the function of that. But we don't necessarily see how it all comes together. So how does it all come together? What is the central thing in the middle that holds things in place? Like, what is the root? What is the spine? Is that a, what is the foundation, right? So that's what we're talking about today is being grounded, right? So it's about being grounded. A couple of days, I realized I was doing so much that I got like out of tune, right? And I was like, okay, I need to get back more grounded. Like, oh, what helps me stay grounded? more time for myself i was like oh okay true not time for distracting myself but more time not time to distract myself but more time to breathe and really attract positive vibe toward myself so i was like okay i need to start breathing more right i need to start doing more of my qigong meditational practice I need to start cultivating more of my own energy. Another thing I realized that I need to start reading more because something that really fuels me is words, right? So if you express a lot of words, it's good to also be impressed upon with words because then that will allow you to have more words to express with, right? So. The same daggers that it's thrown at you, you can use to throw at somebody else, but the same gold thrown at you, you can use it to give that gold to someone else. So that's what I feel like reading is so important because we don't just express, we should have things that impress us, all right? So another thing I realized is community, right? What is that community that I'm gonna be surrounded with that's gonna be empowering me to being more grounded rather than being more, you know, not grounded, you know? So we have to figure out what is the community that's going to attract me, right? So we talked about taking time for yourself, not distraction, but more of an attraction, right? And then we talked about in order to express you want to have the things that are impressed upon your spirit that impresses your spirit, that empowers it, right? So that's why we read 
That's why we intake and listen to audiobooks, right? So let's say you have not had the opportunity to go to audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks. <clears throat> so I'm actually in partnership with Audible to get you a free audiobook to start listening to books instead of reading them. And you can actually get a free trial at Audible by going to audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks. So that's one way you can listen to books. What is a second way you can listen to bo books? Your public library have a partnership with a mobile application called Hoopla, right? Hoopla is a mobile application that works with your public library. And if you type it hoop, like basketball hoop, and then LA, you'll be able to listen to free audiobooks paid by your city, paid by your state. I mean, you can't get it any easier than that. Like, you literally don't have to pay for it. You just rent it out like you would rent from a normal library. But all you're going to need is you're going to need your library card. So this is about anywhere in the United States that has public libraries. You can get audiobooks for free by going to Hoopla, registering with your library card number and you can listen to all types of audiobooks i just downloaded the audiobook on the brain and the gut the gut being the second brain on hoopla.com on the hoopla app um and then the second one was libby libby has text and audio but it's the second application with more updated books as well which libby i found to be very useful because i didn't know that they had a lot of the newer books you know, I just downloaded a book called um, uh, The Real, The Jim Crow, The Real Jim Crow, something like that, on Libby, and it's still there. And I've downloaded 48 Laws of Power, just downloaded The Art of War. So, I mean, you can see what I'm reading, right? And I should tell you something. But on Libby, I was able to find that. And all I needed, of course, was my public library card, then took it to the Libby, and I got me audiobook you know go to the libby right that sounds pretty hip so two resources there you go practical right i'm not just going to tell you go read a book go listen to a book i'm telling you where to find it exactly so there is no excuse libby and hoopla libby and hoopla gets you free audiobooks and free ebooks libby and hoopla based on your um, city, right? So Libby and Hoopla. The stone I'm wearing, somebody, it's a gift, and they told me the name, and I do not remember. But it's supposed to help with electromagnetic energy radiation from all of this tech that's in front of me. But I'm going to ask her, what is the stone name? And I'll let you know. But it's been, I think it's been working. Because um, I'm a techie, so I had to protect my very, very important area, the chest. All right, from all that radiation. All right, I'm going to let you know. Patricia Clark. So Libby and Hoopla free audiobooks. Just listen to it. 
all right? So the reason why we want to listen to books, okay? This is very important because I had different stages of growth, different stages of growth that happened over time. And I realized that the books that I was reading corresponded with the way I was growing, okay? So what you're reading is gonna correspond with your growth, right? So you're, if your reading level is increasing, your reading affluency is increasing, then the quality of what you read should also be more. You should diversify the quality, right? So here's one thing. If everybody's reading a book, what I've started to realize is the mainstream books are actually good introductions. But when you really need to make a transition, you got to transition the books, right? Even if you're not a Christian, you should read the Bible, right? Even if you're, you know, whatever your religion is, you should read different books to give you insight, right? Just reading these books will allow you to see more, right? The Bible is a great start because it's just super resourceful. I mean, I don't care what your beliefs are. The Bible has principles, stories. It has lessons in it, right? So check that out. But then there are other Eastern books. Like there are other books that you, more, what I was thinking today was I was like, yo, I need to read more ethnic, you know, is the word that they say, more ethnic books. But I was thinking like, more brown, black, and other cultured Indian, um, you know, African, other types of books, Haitian books, rather than all books written by Caucasians, you know. I'm not saying anything wrong with their books. It's very been useful, all the books I've read. But I think I want to, I know I'm going to diversify my book reading, okay? So somebody said Audible just gave them two credits. Yes, if you go to Audible Trial forward slash Ed Talks, you're going to get two credits, which is going to allow you to get your books. Okay, so I'm urging you to read, okay? Emotional Intelligent Books. Yeah, Emotional Intelligence. Those books are really good. I like the books that mix science and research because those books also we're gonna give you insight no matter what field you're in because from science and research, you could come to your own conclusion, you know, right? Because you could, oh, okay, I can pick. You wanna become a scholar to increase your ability to understand, not increase your ability to memorize, but to comprehend. But comprehension is just the start. Comprehension is really good, but it's when you're able to speak through intuition that's really what you're gonna be doing by reading. So reading is like you're just breaking down all of the walls of the mental barriers or mental be limited beliefs you had, right? So whatever beliefs you have that may causing you to only see what's around you, you need to expand your, your sight, right? So the way you expand your sight, which you can see, or the way you... In, in, increase your paradigm of the world, the way you view the world, your, your perspective is you wanna be able to break down barriers, right? Because what we think is, we think we need to build more when we just need to break down walls, right? So what I mean by that is imagine you're standing in the middle of heaven, right? You're in the middle of heaven and you're standing right in it. But 
you looked at right in front of you, you just saw a city, right? You saw a city with suffering and misery. And you're like, I'm in a city with suffering and misery right around me. But you're in the midst of heaven, but there's like a globe or a, a boundary that, that only allows you to see the misery and suffering, right? And you could be in that mental boundary, you know, like uh, something that surrounds you that says you're in misery because, and you start to believe it, so that becomes your reality. So your perspective shows you that you're somewhere that you're stuck and you can't get anywhere else and you have to be stuck there. But what if somebody came to that city and said, yo, I have been to the mountaintop. Like Martin Luther King said, I've been to the mountaintop. What he meant was he had a spiritual insight, right? He had a talk with God, with the divine, which means he was able to see what you couldn't see in the other realm. So some of these people, they call them prophets. Um, let's say somebody from another city comes to your city and just tells you, yo, there's like different cities out there. You know, you don't have to be in this misery city. And then you're like, word, let's go check it out. So for once, then you didn't have to take the plane and go over there. All you did was you opened the book and you just experienced an entire different city, different perspective, right? A different way of living. And you're like, word, I never knew that you can live this way. So now you're like, this is very interesting. I wonder what the other cities are like. So that's why reading is so important. It gets you interested in what the other cities are like. And by cities, I mean other ways of seeing and other ways of living. So if you're stuck in your current circumstance, you may really wonder what bliss and happiness is like. Like, what does it mean to be rich? What does it mean to be wealthy? So you may want to experience that, but you may never do it just now, just yet in your life right now. So you're like, okay, how am I gonna do it? Okay, let's read someone else's experience. Let's read how they came from nothing to something. And what that's going to do is, it's going to paint the picture and it's going to show you a, a historical proof that you can actually do it too, right? So that's what reading is going to do for you. And over time, the more you break down the walls, you're going to start to see. So you're going to dig deeper and deeper and deeper. First, you're going to be more focused on the external. So you're going to, a lot of times the journey starts with you wanting to acquire things, right? A lot of times it starts with wanting to get rid of things and wanting to acquire things. What I mean by that is I want to get wealthy. I want to get rich. I want to be better than I am now financially. I don't want to live in this situation anymore. So that's one desire, right? It usually starts with that desire because we're, we're, we're trying to go from surviving to thriving, right? That's usually number one. And then we realize, okay, getting things and, you know, that's not just it, you know? I thought that was it, but my life still seems to be out of whack even though I gotten the things I wanted. So I'm like, oh, boom. So you open the wall, you're like, it's not, a broke city. You find out it's a wealthy city, then you're like, there's money in the city. So now you learn how to go get the money, right? Which is great. And then you get the money, then you realize, oh, it's a depressed, 
wealthy city. So you're like, I got the money, now I'm sad. And you're like, what's the next thing? Oh, maybe now I need to figure out how to be happy. So you're just like, okay, I'm, if I find somebody, I'm gonna be happy. If I do something, I'm gonna be happy. If I get more accomplishments, I'm gonna be happy. If I get to the top, I'm gonna be happy. And then you're just like, I'm not getting happy. So you're like, okay, what other cities are there? What other cities of experience are there in this world? Then you realize now I have other issues, you know, that are coming up. My childhood is just gonna be playing over and over. And I didn't really know it till now, right? So you trying to figure out all of these things one by one, but then sections of your life go with them as you figure them out, right? So what if you took a holistic approach, right? You didn't say, okay, how do I, what do I need to do to get this? You shift from the mentality of what do I need to do to get, and you'd be like, who do I need to be to experience, right? So I want you to write this one down. You change your mindset from what do I need to do to get to who do I need to be to experience. So that's going to make you more wealthy. And with that type of wealth, you're going to be wealthy all around, right? Even when you're financially down, right? How many jobs? We just lost a whole bunch, right? But what if the type of person you built over time with your mentality, your consistent action, was the type of person that saw abundance anywhere, right? So like I said, imagine you're in heaven and you got like city walls around you so you only see the city. Then someone else comes to the city and says, there's a better city with money. Then you go to that city, there's money. But what if somebody comes to the city with money and says, there's actually a city with love and happiness. And you're like, oh, there's a city with love and happiness. How do I get to that city? So the person explains to you how to get to the city of love and happiness. And you're like, what do I need to do so I can be in love or so I can be loved or so I can love others and so I can be happy? So you're like, okay, this is what I need to do. I need to you know, be like this so people can like me. And then you're like, that don't work. And then you okay, you try to do something else. So you're like, all right, if I'm with other people and have romantic relationships, then maybe that will make me happy and loved. But it doesn't. And you're like, okay, I don't like people. Just give me food. And you're like, all right, forget people. We're going to replace you with the cheesecake. Like, the cheesecake do me better than you anyways. Right? The cheesecake do not ignore my text. Right? So you said, I screw people. Let's go with the food. And then now you have a relationship with food. So in our pursuit of happiness, we always get pseudo love and pseudo happiness because we don't need to pursue love and happiness. We gotta just be that, right? You attract what you are. So if you walk around with all embracing love, you're gonna be loved by, you're gonna express that, which is gonna, people are gonna impress that on your spirit too. So whatever you express is going to get impressed up to you as well. And some people are not going to express the same love. But even if they don't, you're still going to be in that because you're that type of person. So that's what the difference between what do I need to do to who do I need to be. So who do I need to be never really shifts with circumstance. Being stays consistent but doing shifts 
with the task that's being done. So being doesn't necessarily waver. That's what ground foundation is in your being. The doing is what really gets us all over the place. Because if we stop doing a lot of things, we would be more centered because we would be more, right? And a lot of people are like, yo, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this, what do you mean? This is not really practical advice here because I do have to grind. Like I literally do have to go on the computer and make these videos and post them and share them. And you know, I gotta organize them, then turn them to a podcast, put them in the podcast, then turn them to all types of stuff, send them to people. You know, it's, it's, it's work. But you're like, how is how can I do all of that and still be, right? If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. So what do I need to do so I can be? You know, I bet you you're going to ask me that question. And I've been there asking that question to myself. What do I need to do just so I can be? And so it's like, do nothing, right? And you're like, okay, do nothing? It's like, but how do I do nothing? That's so boring. Like, well, I thought you said don't do anything. <laughs> exactly. So do nothing, which means just be. And just sit and breathe and just observe, just see, just imagine. So if you're in heaven and your thoughts and the world you have in your head is what's creating the city, then what if you stop creating the city? Now you're gonna be back in heaven. You're gonna realize that you are where you need to be because what that's going to happen is let's say you're in a you were in a city right you're just sitting down in the city and this city is made up by your mind right so you're the way you see life you have a bubble a life bubble and the way you see life is the way the bubble looks so a lot of people don't necessarily want to get that what i mean by that is you only see based on your eye filter Right? So everybody got a filter that they only see through their eye filter. And you build your filter over time. You're like, how do I build a filter? Sometimes it just gets really clogged up with old dirt. You know, some, some stuff somebody did to you and you're like, you keep that there and you use that as a filter for the rest of your life. For all your new friendships, based on that experience, that's your filter. And sometimes you have a filter of wisdom. That's when you like use that to clean out things. You use that to forego the BS because you just can see through it and you just clean all the dirty things that come, right? Those are the two types of filtration, dirty filter or clean filter based on your mindset, based on whether you extract lessons from your losses or you just experience the loss, right? If you extract lessons, you can use that as a filter to clean out dirty things. But if you extract limiting beliefs, then you got dirt in your filter. So what books is going to allow you to do is it's going to allow you to let go of the limiting beliefs. So you stop dirtying your filter It's going to put a new filter 
so that you can filter the world differently and you can see more than you can see. And then it will allow you to touch with your spirit. So let's see books as like the training wheel on the bicycle towards your spiritual evolution, right? The training wheels on the bicycle as you go through your spiritual journey. So what do I mean by that? The training wheels. Books should be more like training wheels and it shouldn't be the bike. So don't hop on your knowledge and think you know it all or don't stand underneath your understanding and call it understanding, right? Don't stand underneath your limiting beliefs and call it understanding, right? So what I mean is you learn things from books but just allow them, allow them to make you see more than you see, but don't recite and make them the only way you're thinking because now you're getting yourself into a trap. You switch your mindset for somebody else's mindset. You don't want to do that, right? So just like you're listening to this, don't take my mindset and make it your mindset, right? Allow me to help you see and then now and improve your insight in your sight by doing other things so you can see more and then being more in touch with your spirit. The, the best way to see is not just through books. Books is more like practicing your sight, you know, like opening up different windows. But to step into it is to be really wise. And that's when you literally you live in it. Right. And when you live in it, you start to be able to create other principles and other things that's gonna make you more happier. So you're gonna become the guru. So there was a picture with Jesus, Buddha, and one from an Indian religion. And there was like, wait until people realize that all of these people are a representation of what they have within themselves. So all of these beings that we made larger than normal um, and all the different religions and a lot of them are, is because that is what we are, right? And somebody says, hola, hola, I am not Jesus. But he said the kingdom of heaven is within you. So does not that mean that you have the capabilities to create in the world just like he does? But some people be like, well, I can't heal somebody like well, does it have to be that dramatic? I've seen people heal people all the time with a prayer, you know what I mean? Just by using that spiritual connection. So is it not possible? So we have to start to understand more of our power and books will allow you to see more so you can see how more powerful you are. Then now you're going to start to use your own power, right? So rather than, rather than just depending on the book, so now you become the Buddha, right? You become Jesus. And it's not, I'm not saying you're God. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's within you, right? So we have to start to treasure that. We gotta treasure that. And we gotta be more of that. That's what I meant by being. So when you do nothing, you get to that place when you can merge with everything, right? So that's. That's really what I found out based on my experience because there were times where I'm just meditating, right? And I lost the difference between me and the trees 
for me and the air or me or whatever. It's like, what's the difference? I'm just like existing right now, right? And in doing that, I'm just in tune with everything, right? So when we're like putting a lot of thoughts, we get out of tune. We get out of whack because it's just, it's just so much stuff flowing in there. So we're like, yo, if it's too congested, the highway has too much congestion, so it's a chaos. It's chaotic. What do we gotta do? We gotta stop and slow down. So we gotta breathe and we gotta sit still. It's something that is common talk, but not common practice, right? Common talk, but not common practice. So I appreciate um, everybody for really watching this video. Um, somebody says, where can I go to Karis? Asks, where can I go to contribute? Um, I'm not sure what contribution, but I'm doing these live videos. These are pretty much live online seminars. So if you want to contribute, um, go to Cash App. The Cash App code Flex Holistic, right? Flex Holistic is my company. And it's actually an idea I have in the works that I've been waiting for the right time, which is now, to launch. And that's going to be, that's actually my company from five years ago, Flex Fitness and Performance, which was a personal training company turned Flex Holistic. Um, so that's pretty interesting because I started training in 2014 and now it's 2020 and now my life shifted all around. So when I was telling you all about the books and the reading and, you know, discovering the teachers and growing, I happened to do that myself. So this is why I'm recommending all these things because there were little stages that I went through for my evolution as I'm evolving, as I'm speaking to you. So I haven't evolved, right? I'm evolving, right? Life isn't a arrival process. It's a getting there. It's a being there, right? So life isn't a journey to a place, but the journey itself is the place. So I want you guys to really understand that there isn't, you're not going anywhere, right? So 2020 isn't, December of 2020 isn't a destination as much as it is the same thing as January, right? And 2020 is, should be the same thing as 2021. It should be like a, all a, a continuum of life, like the, like the experience. Because what I realized, I say this a lot too, I'd be like, bro, where did the year go? The year's flying. And what if, like, really we stopped even looking at the year and we just like, really want to like treasure each moment sometimes like i'm sitting around people i love and i ask myself am i making like the best of this moment like is this moment really magical right now got that from will smith is this moment magical how can i make it more magical and i was like oh why even try to impose magic upon a good situation why even try to impose something like make it more magical why don't i just like really let go, stop being full of myself and just let go and just be myself, truly. And just enjoy it, like regardless of what's going on. 
right? Because we got to do that because that's going to give us the strength to then combat all of these other things, right? So we don't want a bunch of unstable, unstill um, people going out making a change. We want the stillness that when we go out that just our, just our energy can change the world, right? Just like walking into the place makes an impression upon the place. So, you know, that's kind of the strength. That's kind of the grounding I truly believe that we need. That's the kind of the grounding I truly believe that we need to allow us to grow and prosper, right? Because it's gonna allow us to be more firm and more, have more faith in our ability, right? So I don't, I find myself not worrying about my future anymore. And I saw the growth because I used to be a super warrior now I'm a super warrior. I used to be a super warrior, warrior, and now I'm a super warrior now because I'm not worrying about things anymore, right? I, I really stopped worrying as much as I just started embracing, you know? And by that I mean, I used to worry about how things would turn out, you know? I used to ponder upon like, well, what's the different scenarios? Then I realized to be a warrior, you can't be thinking about all of these different things that might happen because just thinking that they might, you're actually experiencing it right now, right? So why do you wanna experience something that may or not happen? And by you thinking it's going to happen, you're gonna make it happen. So stop doing that to yourself, right? Let's stop messing up ourselves so remember what I was saying about the cities your perspective creates a city around your mentality and that's what you can see right right it encloses your spirit into a box and you've been conformed and manipulated since you were a child you were conformed and bred since you were a child I want you to hear this one. From the moment you stepped into pre-K into kindergarten, you were taught to respect authority and do as they say, or else. You were told that only doing will lead to accomplishment and that until you reach my standards, your standards don't mean nothing. So instead of being creators, we became facilitators, which means we gathered what they gave us and we simply used that right instead of being creators we facilitated we utilized what we're given and we didn't utilize what we have so over time you get stuck in boxes all your life you start with a box decks then you go from a boss boss box desk to a boss behind the desk while you're behind your still desk, right? So you're still in a desk, in a box. Working on the box office, you bring box lunch to the box. Then you ride a box to get to the box. Then you leave the box and you go back home to the box. Then you do that for 40, 50 years and then they put you in a box. I mean, that's no way to live. 
not for a creator sentient being i mean that is not a good way to live that is a crime to humanity so you've been bred and you've been manipulated and bamboozled and you've been given this strip this you've been given this script that you've been living and then you gave yourself more scripts and then you got scripts from tv so now is your time to decide you're going to be the master of your fate and you're going to be the creator of your destiny if you set the destination then you set the destiny so purpose is not something we find but it's something we create using the underlying principle that if we serve others and we protect our human spirit and protect others we will prosper and we're using that as a metric for our purpose and I say, what can I do to serve and what can I do to protect? Serving and protect is not just about other people, it's about serving your best interests and protecting your peace. Are you protecting your peace? Are you protecting your heaven, which is your mind? So when I was saying you're in heaven, but you're in a box, the reality in front of you is the box. But the heaven is in your self. The heaven is in your being. So which means within your mind, this can be your sanctuary. This can be your heaven. So you can be in the chaos and be in heaven. So that's what I meant by you're in heaven, but you're in a box. So you're in heaven, but the world manipulates it and make it seem like you're not. Somebody really want to know things are crazy. You mean to tell me it's heaven? The more you fight against that saying is the more you've been sold into the program. All right. And I'm just here to tell you the truth. Those who have hear, ears, let them hear. Those who have ears, let them hear. And the reason why I'm saying that is because you have heaven within you. The kingdom of God is within you. So which means... You got to get there more and stop saying it as hell. So you're like, but hell, I feel like hell is inside of me. Well, hell is low and love is high. Heaven is above and hell is below. I mean, we've always heard that, right? Hell is low, love is high. I got that from, it said hello because hell is low. I don't say hello because hell is low, but love is high. So high, right? So when we're low, that's hell. By that I mean low in energy, lethargic, depressed, down and about, out of it. When we're low, that's the hell of our mind, you know? When we're high, when we're above, when we're, our chest is high, that's confidence, that's heaven. So your posture is going to help you switch from heaven to hell. So if you're like rounding your back, straighten up. If you're not breathing correctly, breathe some more. 
take deep breaths, right? But first, know that it's there. Know, know the truth, okay? High. Because heaven is high, love is high, and hell is low. All right? So remember that. That's the message of the day is the holistic motivator. I thank you all for watching once again. Hope this had any value to your life. And I'm going to invite you to subscribe to the podcast, right? And why not support the podcast? So if you use Cash App, send your donation to Cash App Flex Holistic and support the podcast. And if you want to subscribe, go to anchor.fm forward slash edtalksdaily. And that way you'll be able to listen to the archive shows and listen to the audio versions and just stay tuned. All right. So thank you all for watching. Head out. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.